Hello, friends. The Morally Flexible podcast is devoid of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk people doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This is a two to three hour podcast. If you have the attention span of a squirrel, please stop listening and unsubscribe. We also provide spoiler-filled movie reviews. If you haven't seen the movies reviewed in this episode, please stop listening and go watch them. Lastly, this show is full of explicit content. If the words shit, fuck, bitch, whore, cock, pussy, or jizz bother you, it's probably too late. You've already been triggered. Hit stop now. We at the Morally Flexible Podcast thank you and hope you enjoy the show. It's the Morally Flexible Podcast. Your host is a drunken dumbass. So hide your girlfriends and hide your wives. Lock your liquor up tight. It's the Morally Flexible Podcast. This podcast is going to hell. Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host. On tonight's episode, we are going to get fluffy. A little fluffy, a little rom-com action. We're going to talk about a movie called Crush. Not The Crush with Alicia Silverstone. So if you're here for that, just back off. This is a Hulu original movie called Crush. No the. No, no the. So unfortunately, uh, my co-host didn't make it tonight. There's a, a round of plague in his house, so he decided to uh, stay home. But I'm very excited because if we're going to do fluffy and we're going to do rom-com shit, I, I, I want a vagina here with me. So I decided to call up and bring on, uh, you know, she is our Wheel of Time correspondent and the Indiana Jones of fornication, uh, Miss Angela. Angie, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. Hey, by the way, happy Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. May, oh my God. May the you fourth. Think I'd been drinking. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very exciting day to be uh to be podcasting. Of course, we got a nice little Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, another teaser for the show. We'll talk about it here in a moment. But hey, I got to have a wonderful, wonderful experience uh, over the weekend. I was invited on the Picard cast, and I got to, to uh, do a review of the penultimate episode of season two uh, with uh, Rebecca Daling and uh, uh, Brooke Doherty. I had a blast on that show. That so, sounds fantastic. It, you love Star Trek. I love Star Trek, and I got to talk all shit Trek, and it, it was a blast. So I don't know when that episode's going to get dropped, but I will definitely uh, uh, push it uh, once they give me a release date. But no, the, those ladies, they're class acts. Great time. They know their shit. If you haven't listened to the Picard cast, get the fuck on it because you're missing out. Even if you're not a Trek fan, get some education. I Hey, Angie, guess how many followers we're out on Twitter? 131. Oh, you're like one off. What the fuck, stalker? Oh, man. Jesus. (laughs) No, that was a guess. Oh, wow. Very good. Uh, We're at 132 followers. 
Yes, uh, this week we added Teacup Media, Ashes to Ash TV, Chicky Singer, and CPRWrites.com. And that's rights as in I'm writing a book. Nice. So, cool. Welcome aboard. Um, enjoy our non-existent Twitter. Have fun with that. <laughs> as far as reviews are concerned, uh, nothing new this week. So, uh, get the fuck on it, people. I, I want your I want your pain. I want your suffering. I want I want your anger. I want your violence. Give it all to me. Now. I you did get another follower on Spotify though, because I watched her hit the follow button myself. There, there is it. somebody oh wow, I haven't even looked at Spotify in a while, so I'll give that a check out. Uh do, can you can you drop the name? No. Oh fuck me. Well, okay. her name's Lauren. Okay. What's her handle? I don't know her. I don't know what our handle All is right. on Spotify. We'll, I mean, come on. We'll I'm check, not that much of a stalker. We'll check that down the road here. So, hey, email contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Facebook, it's the Morally Flexible Podcast. Twitter at the Morally. Instagram, morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. And, of course, our beloved hosting service, anchor.fm forward slash morally flexible podcast. Drinks. Angela, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking my old standby, Captain and Diet Coke. Arr. Arr. Do you have your... You can I don't see me s- doing the pirate. I don't got see, pirate boots on. I don't see your leg up on the chair. <laughs> that would be kind of hard. So you've got Couldn't a little... get up on the mic. So you got a little captain in you? I got a little captain in me. A little captain in me. Tonight I went back to an oldie but a goodie. I, I actually spent a couple extra dollars because it was. Uh, it's not that I don't love two gingers, but occasionally, you know, my taste buds need a little something different. So I went with the uh, the old Glenlivet uh, single malt Scotch whiskey, the Caribbean Reserve. Ooh. Yes, we've had this many many times. I love this stuff. Uh, it's a forty eighty blend there, and uh, wonderful price point about forty five bucks a bottle. It's fantastic, as Mike would say. So I encourage everybody, you want a nice introductory scotch? This is the way to go. You will love it. Yay! Get some scotch, Angie. No. Get the fuck off that rum shit. No. Okay, fine. News? News. Well, as we already pointed out, uh, this is the weekly report for May the 4th be with you, 2022. <laughs> we got to start off with some obituaries this week. Uh, rough one for me. Uh, legendary comic artist uh, Neil Adams passed away, age 80. Trust me, anybody and everybody has seen a cover to either green arrow or Batman that has been drawn by Neil Adams, whether you realized it or not, this guy is, was an icon as far as the comics industry was concerned. I, I'm, I'm very sad, very sad. Hey, 80s, a nice long life, no disrespect. And I, I don't know how, how long he's been out of the game, but yeah, he did. He did some just amazing artwork throughout the years. So nothing but respect for the guy. Love you, Neil. You know, respects, drink, pouring out, all that shit. The other one, uh, Naomi Judd passed away. 
or more or more accurately uh the iconic country star and one half of the mother-daughter duo the judds who remembers the judds anybody i i do yes you do we do because we're that age but hey folks there was life before ashley judd and winona there was a group called the judds which which was naomi and winona judd together unfortunately she did take her life uh, she has had a long time battle with mental illness. Uh, she was 76 years old. Tragic. She has always, she was always a big, um, advocate for mental health and suicide prevention. And, you know, unfortunately her demons kind of caught up with her. So God damn it, folks, please. Uh, you know, I, I'm a huge, huge supporter of mental health and mental health awareness and suicide is no joke to me and so i'm not going to make fun of it if you're ever uh you know feeling down and feeling like you're at that point jesus christ reach out to somebody call a crisis line do whatever the hell you need to do because we we don't uh we don't want you to go that route exactly i was going to say the same thing so thank you you're welcome so naomi judd tragic i it's terrible and uh please i want to avoid uh any more people going down that road so Moving on, uh, welcome to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness Spoiler Avoidance Week, because that's yes. where we fucking are right now. Fuck. I, there was a teaser trailer that popped up on a, 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 you know, something I was going to watch on YouTube today, which there was all kinds of Illuminati shit and reveals and stuff. I just flipped my phone down, put it down, and turned the sound down as much as I could because I heard Patrick Stewart's voice. And I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, guys. Come on. I can, we can't do this oh. right now. Yeah. We, yeah. We are doing it next week. We are going to talk about it next week. We are we we will be seeing it. So there, there, there will be a review for it. But I've, I've got to wait for a little bit. I can't go see it on opening day. When does it open? Does it open tomorrow? This or Friday. Open? Well, I mean, there's already been screenings for it, uh, early screenings for it. But yeah, tomorrow night, basically, it's gonna oh. it's gonna drop. So the fifth. The fifth. Okay, the fifth. But there are several people that have seen it. It's already got Rotten Tomato score, which I have not looked at, and I will not look at. But I, I I'm gonna basically have to sign off of social media through the weekend because I'm not gonna be able to see it until Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the crazy thing is I'm going to the movies on Saturday and I'm not going to see that. What? I know. What are you going to see? Um, everything, something. Uh, what, wait, oh, Michelle Yao's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I am very interested in seeing that as well. Unfortunately, it will not be an in theater experience, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, uh, having a conversation with you about that. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Going on a little friend date, I guess. You got a so. friend date? Yeah, with someone you know. Oh, uh, we'll talk offline. We'll talk <laughs> offline. I promise. So uh, with me, the fourth, we got a little uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser. Another one. Ooh, yes. baby. Mm. Mm, some good shit. A little more action scenes, a little more, a lot of footage of the Inquisitors. Got a really good look at all of them, all the various brothers and the sisters. Uh, 
the Grand Inquisitor got a little bit more of that. Uh, the fun thing, though, we got uh, good old uh, Obi-Wan uh, doing some shooting with uh, some uh, blasters and doing some ninja shit. Mm-hmm. Ewan, looking badass, right? Wow. He's mm. one of my favorites. Mm. Mm. Love, love. He's one of my favorites. He's a mad Scotsman, and I have nothing but respect for the man. Uh, we did get to see that Uncle Owen is a prick and was a prick for many years prior to A New Hope. Yeah. However, he did have one of the best lines in the whole trailer was, how'd that, how'd that training go with his dad? <laughs> I know. That was like, oh, shit. Yes. I was like, ooh, burn. Yeah, yeah that was a sick burn. But uh, we, got a, we got a touch of Vader. We got a little touch. We got to see an mm-hmm. arm get screwed on him. We got to see the control panel on his chest. And all the fanboys fucking jacked off and exploded everywhere. So uh, and girls, the fangirls, the too. fangirls too. Yes, the fangirls yes. too. I didn't think the the fangirls actually masturbated to this stuff. I thought it was only the guys that do it because we're perturbed. We have problems. Mm, you never know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, that's May twenty seventh, and that cannot get here fast enough. I usually don't want time to move quickly, but. Oh, fucking God, do I need this to happen in my life right now? I need it. It looks, it looks so good. And I love the way that they're saying right at the beginning, it is six episodes. It is a limited series. That's fine. I, I, I love that. They, cause that, yeah. Set in expectations. Yes, exactly. It's okay. We're going to tell this story. Six episodes. Probably going to be the only one we're going to get at Obi-Wan. I think it's all we need. Yes. They know what they're doing. I'm, I have nothing but faith in all of the creatives with this. We know Ewan McGregor is going to fucking put on a, a, an acting school, you know, for this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, dude, I'm 100% all in with this. If I could pay more money for my Disney Plus subscription, I probably would. But I'm not going to because we're fine. <laughs> Actually, it's the best value, I think, now. Yes, it is. Honestly, yes. It, it was yeah. funny. I had a chat with my wife the other night. She finished Ozark, and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't think we need Netflix anymore. She's like, well, Ozark was like the only, the last little remnant that she wanted, you know, for as far as Netflix was concerned. So she's like, maybe we could talk about canceling. We're definitely canceling the Peacock. That's going bye-bye. Just- yeah, I, I get Peacock free. So... I will keep that one. Um, I still watch a lot of Netflix. And I would get rid of Hulu because I don't watch that much on it. But my son watches all his anime there. So uh, that saves me like a Crunchyroll or Funimation subscription. I, so. I, I think Hulu still has value because it has a lot of shows that I still enjoy. Things that I, I want to catch up on. Um, but Peacock has nothing to offer me. Paramount Plus is Star Trek. I mean, that's the only reason I'm on Paramount Plus is because all the Star Trek shows are on there. And I do not have Paramount Plus right now. I'm kind of waiting, and then I'll just binge for a month. Wait, wait, yes, wait, wait for a deal. Something will come up, or, or get a trial, and then you can blast through everything. It's fine. Another trailer we watched was uh, "Don't Worry, Darling." That movie looks. So interesting. Oh, oh my god. I'm there. Oh my god. And it and it looks like it has more sex than deep water. <laughs> hey baby, let me tell you, there was some pussy eating going on. I know. In, I was like 
Oh, yeah. Florence Pugh <laughs> getting her pussy et. I'm yes. okay. I'm in. That's all we need. Yeah, we got Florence Pugh. Harry fucking Styles is in this. Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Nick Kroll, Olivia Wilde. Who directed the movie, by the way? Olivia Wilde. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Harry Styles actually replaced Shia LaBeouf bag in this <laughs> because Olivia Wilde's like, yeah, no, I'm not dealing with this douchebag. So that that's that's crazy. This I I don't know what this is. It looks like a Stepford Wives type of shit, cult, whatever. I, I Stepford Wives, but also a sci-fi and right, little element to it. And yeah, it just looks a little bit of everything and I am here for it. I I'm very interested in when this movie comes out. I it's one I'll be going to see like very fast. Hey, September 23rd is when it's going to be out. So we, we got a while. We got a little I while. I do have a while. And That's I, disappointing. I, I tell you what, I am a Florence Pugh fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was the only, only person, only thing I took positively out of Black Widow was Florence Pugh. I fucking love her. So, I saw her in something else recently. I don't remember. She's been but, in more shit than you'd think. It's crazy. I know. She, she's doing really good, though. Everything I she's in is... She's got a good picker. Yes. You mean agent? Mm. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean, I mean, yes and no. I mean, still, she's picking very well herself. She's uh, hopefully reading the scripts before she signs on to things. Exactly. And if I remember correctly, I think she has signed on to the Dune sequel, which I am yes, very, she is. very excited for that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, because she's playing Princess Irulan, isn't she? Sure. I'm the one who reported it. Yes, that's what she's Okay, well, I know there were rumors about it, and I think I talked about it a couple episodes ago. No, but... I, I, it was my news a, a few episodes ago. You know I drink when we record this, <laughs> so sometimes I forget shit. You were asking me about, hey, I have a talk, topic for uh, a segment on here. Have you guys done it before? And I'm sitting there going, I don't fucking remember. I have no idea. I'm not going to go back and look. So bring it on. If I can't remember it, probably most people can't either. So who gives a That's shit, true. right? Hey, let's talk about another teaser. Uh, weird. The Al Yankovic story. What the fuck? I, I was kind of like, I don't know what to do with this one. First of all, Daniel Radcliffe, but he looks like Weird Al. Oh, oh no, but he he worked. I have I I have no qualms. I think he yeah. worked one hundred percent. But it was a bad teaser for one. But yeah. let's look at Weird Al's life. He's not been exactly the most controversial figure out there. So yeah. how interesting is this movie going to be? Well, it depends. It's probably a drama, and it probably digs into how he had to work for respect in the industry, even though he got all those Grammys and stuff like that. I mean, he was doing a lot of parody. So maybe it's about that. I don't know. I just want to see uh, if the film is all about the making of UHF, then okay, I'm in. Because that movie was batshit nuts, and I love it. But uh, yeah, here's the weird part. It's a Roku original film. I saw that. I was like, Roku has a channel. I haven't plugged my Roku in in like seven years. I have a Roku, and I, I the chan it's there. It's it's there. I have never ever used it. Oh really? So I 
guess I need to. Is this a paid service? I, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. I, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's fucking weird. I, so, yeah, that's uh, that does not have a release date yet. I, I looked, tried to find it, but I could not. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Radcliffe looks all right. I mean, I, I don't know. I get this, like, private parts, you know, Howard Stern biopic vibe from this, and it's probably just because of his hair. Oh, actually, I did, too. Yeah. Do you bring it up? It's like totally. I think I saw that movie with you in the theater. I think you did, too. I think you did. That's that's one of my fucking guilty pleasures. I love that movie. I am not a <laughs> I'm not a Howard Stern fan, but I fucking love that movie. It is hilarious. I remember, yeah, we watched that in the theater together. That is so funny. <laughs> Fucking young Paul Giamatti's in that one, folks. Check it out. You'll you'll love it. It's it's hilarious. So moving on, another trailer. We got a lot of trailers this week. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, what I can assume is maybe the final trailer for Jurassic World Dominion dropped. What are your thoughts, Angie? I'm totally not into Jurassic Park at all. It looked interesting, but at the same time. Dinosaurs out in the wild in regular society. I think society would have broken down. Anyways, no, I have too many problems with it, but that's a me thing. It probably is going to be a very fun movie to see. What What was the word they used? Uh, God, what was scream? Requel? Requel. Yeah, that was it. It was a requel because we're bringing back all of the cast from mm-hmm. the first Jurassic Park. Yep. Cool. I love seeing Sam Neill, Laura Dern. Who doesn't love seeing Goldblum? Come on. Yes. I mean, but here's the thing. If Goldblum dies, we riot. Okay. <laughs> if Ian yeah, Malcolm dies, we fucking riot. Okay. Pratt can go down. I'm fine with that. Pratt's the friend of the dinosaurs. Oh, uh, whatever. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I kind of like this, the last one. I, I do like the concept of the dinosaurs getting out and being loose and, and whatnot. I, I just, I hated the reason why they got loose in the second film. Uh, there were a lot of problems with that second movie, but I, I, I'm interested in this. I know they're going to fuck up the execution on this. 100%. Oh, yeah. They will fuck this up. It'll be a ride. It'll be a, a red box is what it's going to fucking be. <laughs> yeah. Because I ain't going to the theaters to see this. So break, biggest news of the week for me, and this hits close to my heart. Uh, I got to talk about the, the Arrowverse is dying this week. Okay. So all of my CW DC shows, um, there, there's, there's some darkness coming in. So Legends of Tomorrow canceled. Mm-hmm. Seventh season is done. It's in the books, and they are not doing an eighth season. They're done. Yep. Heartbroken. Oh. That was the batshit nuts show of of the Arrowverse. They did some weird shit on that show. Some timey wimey crap, and they had really weird characters on it. There, when the show started, they had a bunch of superheroes on it, and by the time it got to the seventh season. There were very few like actual recognizable superheroes on it. There was like maybe a couple of characters that were the originals, but I loved the show because it was just fucking insane. And now it's gone, and they're not going to have an opportunity to finish it. You know, actually close you know the loop and tie off you know different 
you know, different storylines and everything. And I fucking hate that. Just give them a last I, season. Give them six episodes. Exactly. I, I don't understand why people don't, especially longer running seasons like that, where they don't let you just put a bow on it. That was the nice thing about Supernatural. They were able to put a bow on it. And, you know, the ones like that. I don't So, But that's network TV for you now. That's kind of why I've gone to streaming services where they generally... They give them a chance. They, they give them a chance? Typically. I mean, you know, yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Well, help. except for Netflix. <laughs> right. No, they just cancel shit in the middle of it. Well, it's like with me with fucking Angel back in the day, man. They canceled it in the middle of the fifth season. They had they, Now, it gave them an opportunity to try to tie some shit off, but it was very rushed. You could tell. And there were a lot of loose ends when they, when they finished it. Sorry, folks. I'm a Buffy Angel guy all day, every day. Uh, well, I was going to say Firefly. Fi- well, too. fuck, dude. That had no chance. I mean, they, they were going to. We got at least you got a we got a movie to tie that off. Right. Well, uh, movie was a prequel. No, it wasn't. Yes, Serenity it was. was so not a prequel. It was an absolute sequel to the first season of Firefly. I'll fight you on this later. Uh, I, You know what? Go back and watch Serenity, man. I will. I've seen okay. it many, many times. It's actually a prequel and a sequel, kind of. Uh, okay. Yeah, there are prequelish parts in it, but that's okay. We're going to move on. Also canceled uh, with the Arrowverse was Batwoman. That's gone now. That only made it three seasons. That was a clusterfuck of a show. Do you d- Did you ever watch Orange is the New Black? I did watch Orange is the New Black. Okay. Did not watch any CW shows. So. Okay. Do you know Ruby Rose in that? Yes, I do. Okay. So she was the main star of the uh, first season of Batwoman. She she was Kate Kane in it. Okay. And after the first season was done, she said, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go make a bunch of action films that are going to go straight to Redbox. She okay. was excited about that. I don't know why, but whatever. Um so they brought in a different character, different Batwoman. I watched the first season. I was kind of eh on the whole thing. So I move on from it. And they, again, they brought in another character, but that's dead now after three seasons. So all that's left now of the Arrowverse is Superman and Lois, which got renewed for a second season. Thank you, Jesus. Cause it's an mm-hmm. amazing show. It's a step above a lot of these other shows, but it also, has a very loose connection to the Arrowverse. They've really done a lot of work to separate it and not incorporate everything else. So, okay, whatever. And then there's The Flash. The Flash is getting a ninth season. I 100% guarantee that that will be the last season of The Flash. Probably, yeah. Yes. But I, I'm I'm mourning the loss, the, the end of, of the Arrowverse. I, I, you know, I know a lot of people hate those fucking shows and that's fine. And yes, they can be very trying on your patience, but I loved them. I absolutely I love them. And my heart is, is, a, is a little bit hurt today. It's a little bit hurt, but I'll get over it. Where my heart is not hurt is that uh, HBO Max uh, canceled uh, the live action adaptation of the Wonder Twins. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. But do you do you, remember, do you remember Super Friends back in the day, like in the eighties? No. No. Well, well, the Wonder Twins were the two in the purple outfit. Wonder Twins activate, or Wonder Twins powers activate, and they turn typically into a, an eagle and a bucket of water. That was their thing. Stupid, no. stupid fucking characters. 
So they were going to do a live action. I don't know if it's a movie or a series, but uh, it's been canceled. And God bless America, as well it should be. Yes, exactly. Nobody, that sounds terrible. Nobody gives a shit. Moving on, John Watts will no longer be directing the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. They're going to try again? Yes, they are. Oh. But it's the MCU owns it now. Disney owns it now. Oh, well then. Oh. Yes. Now, John Watts was the one that has directed all of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. So he, he, he said, look, man, I need a break from the superhero realm after the Spider-Man trilogy. You know, he was expected to, you know, this is the third iteration of the Fantastic Four on screen. Right. You know, he, and he has spent the better part of like the last 10 years doing Spider-Man movies. Well, and to tell you the truth, I'm glad that he's, if he, he was like saying, I am creatively tapped. I'm glad someone actually does that. You know, because I'd rather someone be honest about it than just do it for the money and end up with shit. No, 100%. No, I I completely agree. Because he said he still plans to direct Spider-Man 4, which I have a working (laughs) title for that, by the way. Uh, Spider-Man, can I go home now? (laughs) Funny. Trademark, morally flexible podcast. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Spider-Man, can I go home now? I think that would be a great title for the next one. Uh, Kevin Feige, give me a call. Speaking of Mr. Feige, he did have some comments on Watts exiting. Uh, collaborating with John on the Spider-Man films has been a true pleasure. We were looking forward to continuing our work with him to bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU, but understand and are supportive of his reasons for stepping away. We are op- optimistic that we will have the opportunity to work together again at some point down the road. So we have no idea who's going to direct it now. They have not made any announcements. Is there someone you want? Not really. I, I, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with this. They, they, There are so many great stories that can be plucked from the comics. I just, the damage that has been done by the Jessica Alba movies and that fucking abomination that was fan fortastic or whatever the fuck they called it, that Miles Teller one. Um, I, I, I don't know how they're going to incorporate this in without doing another origin story. I just don't know. Now, rumor is that Multiverse of Madness is going to fucking address this, so we'll see what happens. But, I, I yeah, I, I don't know what how, the, how they're going to bring the new, them in because it would be great if they could because there's a lot of fucking villains that can be brought. I mean, Jesus Christ, Doctor Doom, for God's sake can be brought right. into the MCU. Holy fuck. There you go. There's your next phase is them against Dr. Doom. Yeah. So who knows? I guess we'll have to wait and see, but to tell you the truth, you can kind of trust now. It's not like Marvel has a problem. I, I well, except for black widow <laughs> and eternals. Oh, eternals. let's not forget eternals. Eternals makes black widow look look like an Oscar contender. Um, that's true. Yeah. So, no, of course. I have trust. They're they're not going to fuck this up. It's just, I, I don't know how they get there. And I don't know who yeah. they bring in to direct it. Um, but they have been able to get a lot out of people that you would not normally think that could pull this off. I mean, Jesus Christ. The Russos started out as working on the TV show Community. 
And then they directed fucking, you know, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame. I, you know, there's talent out there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Let's see. Speaking of Marvel, uh, Karen Galan has wrapped uh, filming on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. She wrote on Instagram that she doesn't know if Nebula will return in future MCU movies, which goes right along with the rest of the cast that will not be coming back and are done. So not surprised. The cool part, though, there were some set photos that were dropped. They're in the uniforms from the uh, 2008 uh, Dan Abnett and Andy Andy Lanning's uh, run on Guardians of the Galaxy, which was basically the one that put together the team that we kind of know and love in the movies. Mm -hmm. It's the blue kind of military uniform. Right. I may have ejaculated on my phone. Not going to lie. <laughs> just a little bit. It wasn't a lot, but it was it was it was a small orgasm. But I, I was very excited to, to see that. So, yeah, Guardians three is going it, to it's the end. It's going to be the yeah. end end of, of, of this team of the characters of everything else, because they're all moving on. James Gunn is moving on. So for fuck's sake. God damn it. Hopefully this works out well. And I have no doubt that James Gunn's going to do a good job on it. So anyways, what do you got, Angela? Um, just a couple things. Uh, Meg Ryan is going to direct a film with who? David Duchovny. Who, who, Meg Ryan. who is Meg? Well, I'm sorry. Who's that? Meg Ryan? Yes. She's still alive? She's still alive. And she's actually going to do another rom-com with David Duchovny. She's directing it? And she's going to star in it. Oh, yeah. her and her surgically altered lips are going to be in it? Yeah. Is she going to get naked? Maybe. It, I don't know. We'll see. That's all I know is that it's based on a book. And it's called What Happens Later. So we'll see. I mean, I was I was digging deep to find some news that you weren't going to touch. Hey, look, man. I love Meg Ryan. I miss Meg Ryan. I love the shit that she did back in the day. I love most of her rom-coms. I mean, Jesus Christ, Joe versus the Volcano, You've Got Mail, When Harry Met Sally. Fuck, she's she's a goddamn icon. And then she did a movie called In the Cut and All Hell Broke Loose. Oh, yeah, and she cheated on Dennis Quaid with Russell Crowe. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> not going to get into that. But, yes, I, I, I do love Meg Ryan. P.S. Interspace is my favorite fucking Meg Ryan movie. Just, just saying that. Just saying yeah, that. Yeah, so that's interesting. And then the other thing is that Netflix is bringing back Iron Chef with Alton Brown and Kristen Kish, which I'm kind of excited about because I like Kristen Kish from Top Chef. So, and I liked Iron Chef. So, I never yes. watched it. I never, ever watched it. Yeah, I, I was actually really interesting because it. It was a cooking show, but it brought in four um, really great chefs from different cooking styles, and they all made them make the same dish, but they put their own spin on it. So it was actually really cool, and they competed. Oh, I kind of like that because all yeah. the, I cause I love cooking. Cooking is like right. a, a stupid hobby of mine, minor hobby of mine. But all of these shows that I have watched or all these fucking amateurs – trying to cook, it would be really nice to see professionals actually take a shot at it. No. So they take someone who is a challenger, like a non, like super well-known name against other chefs. So they get to pick and they go head to head with a certain ingredient. Or I think if I remember 
ingredient or whatever. It was really cool because the original Iron Chef had um, a Japanese guy as the kind of the host, and he was like playing into stereotypes a lot. He was like and cook and doing karate moves and stuff like that. So, (laughs) I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun. Did you ever watch Zumbo's Candy Room or whatever the fuck that the name of that show was? No. Okay. Yeah, they had a they, they had another a woman on there that was a chef that was it was just five minutes you know left and it is it was awful it was just fucking awful but yes I would love to see some professionals actually do professional work because I'm sick and fucking tired of seeing these amateurs fuck shit up. Well, see, I don't watch any of the amateur shows anymore. The only thing I watch is like Top Chef. Did you, Any, anymore. Did you so. see the one where it was actually Gordon Ramsay and a couple other chefs? I can't remember, but they had three different levels of of the the structure where the bottom was just absolute shit, like dive kitchen stuff, and then you got to the top and it was full state of the art everything. No, I never actually saw that. It actually was a good show, and I can't remember the name well, of it. Well, no, I'm gonna have to look it up to see what it is. But yeah. like I said, the only one I've been watching for the last five, seven, ten years has been Top Chef. And usually I watch it to figure out if there's a chef in Seattle that I want to go try out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm like, there's a couple in Portland I want to go try out now from the last Portland season. And, like, that's how I find, like, really nice restaurants to go to now. Watching the show and figuring out their food styles. Like, yeah. Isn't it amazing? Not that I can afford it. <laughs> it uh, right, exactly. It's all hot shit now, so you got to spend a fucking fortune to get a plate that has nothing on it. But it's still worth the experience. I don't mind dropping $200, $300 on a meal uh, does or this, two. Does the chef come out and have a conversation with you? Because that's... Sometimes, th- yeah. Okay, that's worth the money. Yeah. No, I mean, and the food is like... I don't know. You treat it as a sensory experience, and... It's not like you eat in 15 minutes. It should take two hours to finish your meal when you're doing something fancy <laughs> Dude, like that. You're, t- you're talking to me, all right? I, I'm, I know. I'm going to down that shit in five minutes and go, what else you got? <laughs> what else you got? Bring it on. You got good booze in, in here? I, my, my question for the chef would be like, all right, how do you make the double quarter pounder better? That'd be my question. <laughs> Oh, there's a show for you on. It's on HBO Max. It's that actually takes established chefs and they redo fast food and they elevate it. Shut the fuck up. Ah, and it's with Kristen. It's with Kristen Kish. I uh, fast foodies. I think. Oh my god! Uh, How have yeah. I not found out about this? I well, I'm gonna look it up and tell you what it is. But yeah, it was actually really good. Fast foodies. It's on HBO Max. I think. Okay. And you should check it out. It's actually really funny because they get comics in a lot of times to be like the person that picks what fast food they're going to remake. They remade like, I think they remade a Big Mac and then they did a Coney Island dog. And yeah, so it's reimagining. I know. Yeah, you're speaking my language right now. Speaking it. Okay. I'm down. That I will watch. I'm I'm 100% into that. Because, uh, yeah, the rest of these, I, 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 sorry, I don't like the gourmet, you know, high highfalutin. I'm going to use that term, highfalutin stuff where it's like there's some drizzle on the plate and a couple of food items because I'm sorry, guys. I, How much of it have you actually eaten, though, either? 
You know, I was thinking the other day, not much to answer your question. I was thinking the other day, like, what's the quote unquote fanciest restaurant I've ever been to? And I always equate fanciness to how much did the bill cost? And honestly, I could not come up with anything that was like special. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a Brazilian grill here that's in town is probably the most expensive place I've ever been to. I've never been to a Ruth's Chris or... or I'm not even talking to Ruth's Chris. Yeah, I know. Like, le, right. But something yeah. that's like, you know, one. there's one location, it's the hot spot. Yeah, no, I haven't been to any of those ever. You need to try it sometimes because, once again, it takes food out of the realm of something to sustain you to something to experience. And it's a very different experience when you go into some of that, those fine dining places and stuff like. Okay. I I mean, I've had a $76 steak, just, just the meat. And then everything else was a la carte. Amazing. Okay. I mean, so it, it can be worth it. Well, here's the thing. We get older, the food's more important than everything else, right? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. As as I've gotten older, the food is more important than anything else. Not for me. I'm so all about the sex. I know. That's why why I pulled it back to me. Because, (laughs) like, for me, yes, no. uh, Free meal, you you have my attention. (laughs) Well, if you're ever up this way, I'll take you out to dinner somewhere nice. Yeah, a girl. There you go. We'll come down to Portland. You can have one of our shitty food carts. You'll have a great time. Hey, there's some great food carts out there. There are some food good food. Out. There are some good food carts. Hey, if you want a Euro, we got 450 fucking food carts that will take care of that need for you. I promise. I love that. I love, that. I love Euros too, but that's <laughs> sometimes all we have. Oh, by the way, I forgot one thing. Do you care when uh, evil dies? Uh, let me guess. A hundred and thirty-seven days. No, you are incorrect, Miss. It is ah, a evil. Di- evil dies in a hundred and sixty-four days. Ah, shit! I was off by thirty. Fucking Mike isn't here tonight to so I can <laughs> torture him with that. But yes, evil dies in a hundred and sixty-four days. So excited! I'm totally not. <laughs> so you're not coming out of that episode. Is that what I'm hearing? I don't watch scary movies. That's just not my thing. Fair I don't want to pee myself. So. I thought when you laughed, you peed yourself. No. Well, uh, you know, I'm a woman in my 40s. It doesn't take much. <laughs> and on that, we really need to go to the movies. This week, we watched Crush. Again, not The Crush. It's just Crush. Uh, Rated TVMA. It is a Hulu original film. Synopsis. An aspiring young artist joins her high school track team and later discovers what real love feels like when she finds herself falling for an unexpected teammate. This is directed by Sammy Cohen. uh, Written by Kristen King and Casey Rackham. Uh, Cast was uh, Rowan Blanchard as Paige Evans. Olee Cravallo, I looked it up, as AJ mm-hmm. Campos. That's right, goddammit. We do research Woo-hoo. here. Yeah, I was going to fuck with that. You know who she did the voice of? Who? Moana. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait. 
Isabel Friera as Gabrielle Campos. Tyler Alvarez as Dylan. Uh, Tila Dunn as Stacey Clark. Rico Paris as Tim. Asif Mandiv as Coach Murray. Michelle Buteau as Principal Collins. And, of course, the effervescent Megan Mullally as AJ, uh, Angie Evans. Rotten Tomatoes score. This was a 76 critics, 86 audience score. I really like this movie. Yeah. I, I had a blast with this. I, I had a very good time. I, I, yeah. I for whatever reason, I'm I'm in this uh, whole you know romantic mood lately for some reason. But I, I this was a lot of fun. This remind me reminded me of like I don't know the first American Pie except with a soul. Yeah, and, no, I can see that. And like Easy A. Did you ever see that with Emma Stone? Yes, I did. Yeah, yep. it very much reminded me of that. Uh, there were some great performances. Uh, top of the top was uh, Rowan Blanchard, who played Paige. She was amazing in this. I loved her. Yeah. And, of course, Megan Mullally. Who yes. Is, who so is, what is your rating, man? Oh, I'm sorry. Four out of five. <laughs> All right. Four out of five. <laughs> I actually really liked it too. Um, I thought it was very smart and I think we need more of these movies. And so I rated it a four out of five myself too. Excellent. Excellent. I, I, I took a point off. I thought the ending was a little cheesy, just a little bit, yeah. but yeah, of course, no, this script was sharp. It was sharp. Yes. The humor was sharp in this. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Megan Mullally national treasure. National yeah, she was goddamn amazing, treasure. and I think I am Angie Evans. <laughs> <laughs> My son gets so embarrassed because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, let's talk about sex, right? <laughs> and it, he's like, no. <laughs> I would be that if I was the mom of someone who is gay or lesbian or bi. I'd be like, here, here's some toys, here's some condoms. Make sure you have safe sex it's okay if you have edibles as long as you're doing it safe at home right I, that's kind of me it's <laughs> it's it's not that we're trying to be the cool parent it's just that look here's the reality is that exactly. we're we're not going to be able to change or like stop them from doing things when they reach a certain age there's not no, we just want to encourage it ex- to be safe, safe as possible. And that's what we want. Look, I want you to go out and experience these things. I just want you, don't want you to die as a result mm-hmm. of them. So here's the dental dams that glow in the dark. <laughs> because, oh my God, the glow in the dark condoms, uh, the chocolate flavored condoms, chocolate, all that kind of shit that, that we had when our age. Yes. <laughs> she's doing it for her. Yes. Child, it was great. Uh, loved it. Loved all of it. I, oh, I, did you actually see what was put uh, else was on that? Show? Oh my god! Like uh, that—that that was a fucking armory, is what that was. I know it was awesome. Oof. Supportive parent. Supportive. I, seriously, parent. because we're not going to preach the abstinence shit. You, because you, that yeah, doesn't work. Yeah, you and I have never been those people. Well, and I don't think the only people who were like into the abstinence shit were still. We're still doing it. They just weren't saying that's what they were doing. Right. They were like, oh, I'm saving myself. But I'm doing everything but actually having the penis in my vagina. Right, right. Literally everything. Everything. Like, I was part of a church group. They were all, oh, not, no sex before marriage. 
but they were giving each other blowjobs. They of were course. doing it other places. You know, they were yeah. doing no, all of no, that. No, everything else, but yeah, right. Except for that. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. And that wasn't safe. Some of the stuff was less safe than actual vaginal intercourse. Right. It, it, it was Mormons gone wild. I got you. I'm, I'm following. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I wasn't Mormon then. <laughs> we just lost We just lost all of our Mormon listeners. Oops. <laughs> hey, fuck. Hey. What? Recovering Mormons are actually a lot of fun. <laughs> they are a good time. Oh, my God. You can talk them into anything. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of humor in this. And I... And, I've got a lot of lines of humor from this. I, I don't know if I want to throw them all out there, but here, here's some highlights. All right. Can we, uh, glow in the dark condoms added a bit of whimsy to a fraught situation. Yes. I fucking, Oh my God. I love that. I know. 100% <laughs> correct. Yes. Snitches get riches. <laughs> I remember that. That's so good. I am so fucking using that going forward. Here's the fucked up part. The coach, I owned a, I, sorry, owned. I make it sound like past tense. I own a pair of shorts, just like the coach was wearing. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting there going. Fuck. Yes, we are in our forties. Does that mean I get a Megan Mullally then? Is, is that my prize? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they're out there. They're out there. They're out there. They're she's out there. down and she's down and definitely ready to clown. She's down. She's fucking down to clown hard in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the movie I want. I want the coach and the principal. I want a movie of that. Can I have that? I loved it. And I love the realism. Like they're like, yeah, you're all queer anyway. So it doesn't matter what room I put you in, but you're not supposed to do this right. kind of thing. And like, uh, I, 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 I want, I wanted to get a light light detector machine. Uh, we had to take care of something called asbestos first. <laughs> she, like, dude, she was, Michelle Bateau was fucking amazing in this. She was great, yeah. And they had a, a lot of, you know, comedians in this. Uh, the announcers, when they were doing the track meet, the, the big oh, one really? at the end there. Yeah, there were a couple of comedians in that. I don't remember their names because I wasn't paying attention. But, yeah, they were funny. Uh, God, my favorite, the one that made me actually spit my drink out was when they were talking about putting in a tampon without it sticking out. Absolutely true. I lost my shit on that i had to i choked on my drink like one of those bad it 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 fucking like i had to pause the movie because i was just you know type of shit that's absolutely that was a great fucking line brilliant secret skill brilliant is that is that a problem Especially when you're younger and you just haven't gotten everything figured out absolutely especially if you use certain brands where they are not as good. Is the applicator or... too long on some of those? Is that the no, problem? No, some or... of them come with no applicator. So oh. you're literally using your finger. You're stuffing cotton up in the, yeah. Oh. In a moist place that is cotton that is meant to expand. I see. So, okay. Yeah. And then a lot of times the applicators are cardboard. So cardboard in a place that is probably not lubricate, lubricated as much as, it's we'd, anyways, all, yes. we'd, we'd all like to think. <laughs> well, 
at the time, it's not as lubricant. Well, well, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> interesting. But yes, that that line, I died. I absolutely yeah. fucking died. Again, choking on my drink, choking yeah. literally like the fucking violent chokes because it went down the wrong fucking pipe. Right. That's good writing. Yeah. That's fucking, that's amazing writing. All right. You're going to give me another one? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm going to make a comment. The eighties jeans. What the fuck are we doing? Have we not gotten past this yet? Every (laughs) one of them girls wearing the goddamn eighties jeans. Come on. When (sighs) when are we going to get back to the low rise? When when are we going to get there? Those are really hard to pull off. I don't know if we're ever going to go back to low rise. Are we never going to go back to low rise? I mean, I still have the tattoo from the low rise. That's piece, exactly but... it. That's my point. Is that we need the, we got to be able to show off the tramp stamp. God damn it! I did not get a tramp stamp. All right, fine. All right. No tramp stamp here. What do you call it then? It's on my hip. It's oh, in okay, the front. that's fine. It's not a tramp stamp. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. Yeah, you know what the the tramp stamp that I'm talking oh, about. God. That 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 mid back, just just above yeah. the ass. Yeah, yeah. Pointing down to the crack, kind of giving direction. Well, yes. it de- it depends. Tribal? It depends. Or on, a flower. No, no, or it, something. It, you know, it went tribal, and it was yeah, it was po- basically pointing to please, you know, anal now, mm-hmm. you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. It, it was putting it in that way, but. Uh, yeah, uh, Achilles' tongue. <laughs> I love that. That was goddamn brilliant. Um, I I want to say something here. I'm I, I'm gonna get this out there, folks. It's called vodka, not vodka. Oh, her, was that her that? little her little her friend th- that was all over the girlfriend and they kept fucking the entire movie. He said vodka. That drives oh, me. Yeah fucking crazy when people do that come on you can pronounce the d it's vodka okay yes say it with me now vodka right vodka that a girl that All a right. girl that's wonderful <laughs> the seven minutes in heaven has been now changed to seven minutes in the hotel bathroom yes loved it amen and Ooh. i love the line that came after that like it's you don't. It's consensual. Everybody can do whatever they want to do. Nothing. Nothing saying you have to do anything. But you're in there for seven minutes. You're gonna get bored and want to start making out. I loved it. That's so accurate, right? Right. It's so <laughs> no, it's it's one hundred percent. No, I I love that. And it was guys and girls, girls and girls, guys and guys. I mean, they they didn't fuck around. That's why one of the things I loved about this movie was this the in, inclusivity of the whole thing. We we, yeah. we weren't making a big deal out of it. It was just people being people. We love who we love. We attra- we're attracted to who we attracted to, and we're not going to call a shit ton of attention to it. It's just this is normal, and I well, love that. And that's the one thing that I loved about it. And that's why I said we need more movies like this because the main character was a lesbian. So she was gay. There was a lot of bisexuals. There was a straight couple. There was all this kind of stuff, but it was all cool and there was no judgment. But I really think the current generation that's coming up, like my son and other kids around his age, that's what they're used to living. Good. I I hope so. I hope they well, don't. I don't hope they don't have to make an adjustment. Like, okay, well, I got to get used to this. No, I want that to be the norm. Exactly, and it's wonderful, and it's refreshing, and it's interesting because you and I, 
are used to both. We're, I mean, because we grew up in the 80s. Right. So during the AIDS crisis right. and all that kind of stuff where it was really a lot of homophobia and just craziness about that and how far we've come in the last 30 years, right. 40 years is amazing. <laughs> and I'd love to see our kids being so open and loving of people, no matter who they are. And or, or, that's or, why I was like more of these movies. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Uh, yeah. You and I were the freaks of our generation because we accepted these things. True. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yes. And it's good to see that a lot of parents are accepting of it now, even then. And it's funny because my son himself, I've asked him and he's like, I'm straight mom. Uh, but a lot of his friends, they're bi, there's lesbians, there's all this stuff. He has a friend who's transgender at the age of 14, 15, 16, but they are completely confident in who they are. And I think that takes such a load of stress out of growing up, which was trying to fit in all the time that was and, and they're ahead of what we were we yes. we couldn't figure out what we were when we were that mm -hmm. age and the in these in these young folks now they're confident in who they are what they are whether it's sexuality or how they identify exactly and i'm, and I'm i think that's i'm giving in, them a leg up i'm yeah. envious i'm fucking envious because we were a goddamn mess when we were kids and especially yeah. when we were teenagers, we were, we were a yeah. fucking mess at that point. Right. So, well, and cause there was all this guilt attached to everything too. So, but yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I, you know, I, I'm sitting there watching this movie. I'm going, you know, it reminded me of all those fantasy moments I had in high school. Now, of course, none of that shit ever fucking happened. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, the whole... Wait, uh, what didn't happen in high school? Oh, what fantasy the, the moments seven, are you Seven minutes about? in the bathroom, the whole tragedy, and they all get a hotel room Wait. together. And, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, just don't I, I, I just don't remember, like, that that type of experience where it was this sweet romantic moment where it, it wasn't about fucking. It was just two people that liked each other that were trying things and yeah and stuff like that oh you're looking at it from that stupid romantic sense i was like that's kind of high school the high school experiences that they had i was like yeah we did that like the parties and that kind of right. stuff the party felt a little bit out there well no as... that's bullshit i mean come on uh, how many parties did we go to that were not like that none of them were like that None of them had as many people, but I remember a party, a couple parties where people were drinking, there was a porn on the TV, and people were fucking in bedrooms. Oh, of course. I remember that. It was. It just wasn't as organized as what exactly. they show in the movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I, it was a good movie. When we got Tropy was, uh, yeah, we all knew AJ was the King Pong. Well... And that's the thing. That movie telegraphed everything from practically the minute. Right. But the journey along the way was was good. Right. And so I didn't mind that I knew who King Pun was. I didn't mind I knew how it was going to end. I I the minute they went into the auditorium, I knew what was gonna happen. Right. All that kind of stuff. I didn't mind it being telegraphed because it was smart about it and it was funny the whole way through. True. True, very, very true. Because the king pun reveal 
didn't fucking mm-hmm. matter to the whole to the plot of the story. Nobody nobody gave a shit about that. Mm-hmm. What hit me in the feels was yes, the mural that she revealed, all of those. Oh my god, I, I, I little tears. There was some tearing, a little bit. <laughs> Because it was yeah, so you're sweet. Yeah, definitely into the rom com. Because it was so, right it now. was sweet. Because <laughs> part of the tears was knowing that this shit all goes downhill when you graduate from high school. <laughs> it's all it's over. So true. It's I so know. over at that point. But hey, y- y'all enjoy it, love it, wrap yourself up. I never had the experience when I was in high school. So. Oh really? No, never. No. Come you didn't on. have a crush? You Well, I had lots of crushes. I never got to actually, you know, <laughs> never got, actually got a, a moment to fulfill those crushes. See, I did. I met a guy like between sixth and seventh grade and I had a complete crush on him. And then he showed up in eighth grade and in like 10th grade, I lost my virginity to him. So like I had that crush experience okay so i don't know all right was, i get it but there was a plan to v- reveal i gave him my virginity and he dumped me three days later so whatever eh, <laughs> it's you know it, it, it is what it is but no i i mean I, that's that's more the reality <laughs> yeah that that's the fucking reality it's not this oh we're kissing in the auditorium and everybody's cheering and happy it, it's true. it's more of hey so we're here in the dark. You want to uh, Yeah. Okay. Let's try this awkward sex. And then it's, wow, that was weird. And then they don't three days later, you know, it's all over, but Hey, whatever. I wanted a principal that said, uh, you know, Turkey legs to motorboat. The, I wish I had a principal like that. That was into Ren fair shit. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I want that fucking, I want this movie. I want the movie with the coach and the principal. I want this. Give <laughs> yeah, me that. That would be good. Yes. Yes. But uh, one of the, another better, one of the better moments was, um, you know, at the end where we're having this moment where, you know, she comes on stage and her friend goes, hey, you look like a serial, serial killer. Change your eyes. <laughs> No, <laughs> I love that moment. I, I was, that's another one. I was cracking my ass up. Like I said, at the beginning of this, this script was fucking sharp. Mm-hmm. They were on point. Dialogue was amazing in this was a tropey as fuck yet. Yeah, totally. Yes. It was, but you know what? Who gives a shit? They did it. Well, they executed it. Well, Around the tropes fr- are tropes for a reason, right? Because it's a, there's something in it that you love, right? It's a framework that you build yeah. off of, and that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, and this one did well on on yeah. that. So yeah, no, fucking watch this movie. It's funny. You will laugh. Absolutely, one hundred percent laugh. And and like I said, sorry we spoiled it for you. Yes, <laughs> no. Every it. <laughs> it, there's a happy ending to this movie, and that was fine. But uh, <laughs> you know, g- come for uh, Rowan Blanchard's uh, performance as Paige. She she was amazing in this movie. Actually, they all did really well. They did. No, was, they they did. They, yeah, it was it was actually really good. I was surprised and. They could have gotten away. With, well, no, 
Never mind. I was like, they could have theater released it, but then I was like, nah, maybe not. Nope. I would have gotten buried. 100% yeah, it gotten buried, buried. Especially since it would have been rated R. Hey, look, look, y'all. Back in the 90s, this could have gotten a theater release. It would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not, that's true. Yeah. No, one. this would have well, totally been. Well, it wouldn't a, have gotten a theater release. No, I, no it wouldn't. This would, or, Sorry. Yeah. Yes, this would have. This would have gotten a theatrical release. I guarantee you. Really? Oh, absolutely. Back in the 90s? I, I, I don't think it would have made it through the censors. It would have been NC-17 oh, or Oh, fuck like no, that. no. This was fine. This is American she Pie She pulled territory. a fucking eraser out of her dishwasher and said, here's your toy back. Now, how is that different than fucking a pie? Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, this this totally would have made it, it made a theatrical release. Totally. I don't know, because it was women. It's... It was lesbian. Well, oh, no. No, no, I totally agree. 90s, if this, yeah, no, that that particular topic, no, they, no, oh, we can't show this. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it would have worked. I think it would have yeah. worked. But ultimately, yes, if you like the funny, watch this movie because yes. it is. Yes. It absolutely is funny. Loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Me too. What do you think? We should uh, take a break? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. And we are back. Hey, let's do a little drunk check. Angie, how are you doing? I'm feeling good. Yeah? <laughs> how far in are yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I'm on my third, but I've been pouring very strong, so mm, feeling what, good. What are you drinking it with again? Diet Coke. Okay. So Captain it, it, and Diet Coke. Captain yeah. Coke. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. I pre-funked way too early, way too hard, and now I, I, I'm i not even through a quarter of this bottle of scotch, and I'm smashed. So strap in, folks, because, dear God, here comes therapy time. I'm still a piece of garbage. Josh is drunk. He's with Angie, and oh, my God, crying could happen. We don't know. That's absolutely true. It could. And I'm here for it. I know you are. I know you are. So we're not going to do that. No, no, oh, none, okay. of that, none of that. No crying this week. No crying. All right. All right. So I'll give a little story on my story, a little update on my story that I'm writing because people seem to be very interested in that. Uh, I'm at about the 8,000 word mark. That's great. Yeah, it's going really well. Because you only started actually writing writing like last week, right? Well, about three, two or three weeks ago, yeah. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So 8,000 words, working full time with family. Yeah. You're really fucking banging it out. It's going good. It's going good. Um, it's garbage and no one is going to see it, but uh, I'm enjoying the process. Enjoy the process. That's it. You know what? If you ever want to publish it anywhere that's it's a first draft and you go back and clean up afterwards just getting words on a page is the point that's all that matters uh literatica here i come yeah i thought there wasn't going to be that much sex oh no i'm putting a little sub something in there i, I want to right. i, I want to st- i want to stretch my fucking muscle you know stretch it out a little bit i want to i want to try and uh, I, so here's I haven't a, read a lot of erotica from a male perspective. I'd be actually interested to hear I am or listen right, or read. I am writing it from the male character's perspective. I am not going to write it from the female character's perspective because, well, shit, I'm not a female and I would sound like a fucking moron trying to figure out 
what a woman would be thinking during sex. I have no idea. Well, it'd be interesting to read it because most of the time, like erotica from a male perspective is very visual. So I'd, I'd be interested to read that. I am trying to hit feelings more than I am the visual. The only question I have is, do you want your genitalia to be referred to as a pussy or a cunt? Can you help me with that? Both? Whatever yeah. is more appropriate Yikes. at the time. Yikes. Okay, appropriate. <laughs> well, Yeesh. I mean. I'm not going to call it your sex. That's for goddamn uh, sure. That's, you can call it the gash. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I run into. The, and, and this is where I kind of stretch my writing abilities. Is, and that's why I'm doing kind of some sexy stuff is because yeah. I've never written anything like that before. So right. to, I want to take a shot at it and see what happens. That's awesome. Stretching muscles is never a bad thing. I just want to make sure I'm not using her sex. That's all I want to make sure I'm not using. Because Jesus, God, is that stupid. I never use the word vulva either. No, not when even it comes though to... it's anatomically it, correct, it, it, and people shouldn't be calling it the vagina right. when it has nothing to do with the vagina. Right? Don't call it vulva because that's so unsexy. Well, but yeah, exactly. When we're talking about sex, we're gonna call it a pussy. We're gonna call it a cunt. We're gonna call it. Yeah, I, I've got nothing All else. Right. But the one thing I would say is probably not use cunt because a lot of female ta- females outside inside the U.S take that in a bad way that's like the c word it's worse than any other word okay so i would just be careful with that one i could probably send you some more euphemisms i don't know a romance book that would be fine that would be fine well cunt is used in in many different ways like if you go to the uk or or europe that's why i said inside the u.s yeah inside the u.s every everywhere else cunt is like a word and it doesn't mean any, it has a very negative connotation in the U.S. for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Cunt is an adjective when you go to England. It's a fucking, well, I, yes. I mean, it's just, you know, oh, that fucking cunt over there. It has nothing to do with female genitalia. It's just describing a person or a thing or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. 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 Kind of. So, I disagree with what you just said but we'll move on fair enough all right so (laughs) my therapy thing this week is uh i am having a bit of an obsession with uh super corp and i've talked about this in previous episodes this is this is the uh this is back to the arrowverse shit this is the cw stuff with uh supergirl and lena luther right so i spent an obscene amount of money the other day on a collected edition of stories and artwork for something called the uh, super core zine. It's called you are my hero. It's the fifth edition. I bought that and the omnibus of all of the other issues, huge bundle. I get a physical copy and a PDF copy sticker sheets, postcards, keychains, and bookmarks all of it oh my god obscene is like a hundred dollars isn't it i'm not going to say how much i actually spent oh, we'll talk about it okay. offline if you'd like to but I'm right. not. here's the here's the thing here's how i'm justifying it in my head the proceeds all of the all, all of the, uh, everything i paid is going to go to 
uh, charities like the Trevor Project, Transgender, Transgender Law Center, and the Futures Without Violence. Hey, so I great I, causes. It's great it's causes. Charity, do, charity donation. Can you claim it as that? Um, I, I also just dropped six hundred bucks on four books and a, some swag. So okay, all right. So I don't feel bad now. I don't all feel right. bad. <laughs> but my question for therapy time is: Why am I so fucking into this? I mean, it's really, and it's not about smutty fucking shit. All of, this particular thing that I ordered. There's no angst. There's no smut in it. It's just happy, light, fluffy PG-13 stories. Because that's what you need right now. And I I actually experience this a lot. There's a lot of movies and stuff that I can't watch because I don't want something to take me to that place. I want to be uplifted. So I'm into the fluffy, the light, the positive look at humanity kind of stuff. And I totally get it because... To tell you the truth, I kind of see it as a sign that you are coming out of a depression because you don't want to get yourself back to where you were. So you don't want to deal with dark or any of that kind of stuff. And you're looking for stuff that lifts you up. And I think it's great. And it means you are recovering from where you were a few weeks ago. I want, I like butterflies. Butterflies make me feel good. Yes, I enjoy that, and yes. I'm get I'm getting that through through reading some of these things. I'm I'm getting mm-hmm. like okay, I I know you can't get that vibe back when it comes to cert- when it, when it comes to your relationships. I I totally understand that. I'm not trying to do real you know like do this in reality, but it's just it's it, I don't know through through reading it's been really uh, kind of cathartic. Yeah, I think is the word I can use for it. Um. And for whatever reason, it's just that I don't know if it's just a combination of comic book geek with, you know, characters that I absolutely adore and Mm -hmm. things that should have fucking happened in a TV show. (laughs) I never thought I'd ship. I never thought that would be the the case. Never. But it brings you joy. And that's you're looking you're joy seeking right now. And I think that's awesome because people who are depressed don't seek joy. Okay, so this so this isn't a bad thing. It is not a bad thing because once again, you're looking for things to uplift. Okay, and you're you're feeling that and things that give you good, warm, fuzzy feelings. I like and the I like the fuzzies. The fuzzies are too. nice. They feel good. They feel really too. good. Now the <laughs> fact that I spent a fuck ton of money does not feel great. And yes, when I click that authorize you know <laughs> authorization button i went oh fuck what did i do but yeah i'm uh yeah i'm i'm seeking the warm and fuzzies that's why we did fucking crush this week because yeah i wanted to feel the warm and fuzzies warm and fuzzies are a good feeling they are good and it's feeling. great yeah okay good i don't feel like a, a, a you shouldn't a freak you shouldn't no you shouldn't <laughs> okay uh yeah like i said i just dropped 600 bucks on four books and some swag because i know this particular author gives me the warm fuzzies it's like even though the books are fraught with a lot of drama they're ultimately positive and that positivity about the human condition feels good good and it makes me feel good so good don't worry about it I'm going to throw something out there, though. I have no use for three keychains yeah. and probably several things of stickers. So I'm going to do a giveaway. 
All right. Woo! I'm going to do a fucking giveaway. Now, I'm not going to get this shit till probably August. At least that's what the site says. So what I want you folks to do is go ahead and send me something that talks about something you're obsessed with. Oh, that'd be great. Because I'm obsessed. I'm totally obsessed with, with Supercorp and everything. I ship the fuck out of it. That's all day, every day. So send me what you're obsessed with. What is it that your thing where you're like, oh man, I don't, if I'm into this, uh, people probably wouldn't understand it. Trust me. In this house, you, you're understood and we're okay yeah. with that. So please, uh, Contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. You know where all the social shit is. So please send that out. The best thing I get, or not even the best thing, but whatever. I'll 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 ship you some stickers and some keychains when I get it. Wait, can I do it too? Of course. I mean, or, or am I an employee? <laughs> Employees and their families may not apply. No way. I know. I was like. How many podcasts do I have to be on to actually be considered part of the podcast and no longer eligible for giveaways? I tell you what, just because you've guessed it on this show doesn't mean you're not eligible. So there's that. <laughs> However, there, there, there will be a strict strict uh, judging policy that goes along with it. <laughs> I know too much. I know too much about you, and it better be something that I go, "Whoa, fuck, really?" <laughs> that's no. I don't have anything interesting. All right. I, well, th I think that's part of my problem. I am way too open about everything. So, yeah. Okay, is it my turn? Indeed. All right. So here's the thing. I've been on some dating apps. I've been meeting some peoples. Some peoples. Uh, some peoples. Some peoples. I actually am out and about. Fuck COVID. I'm out and about <laughs> doing my thing. <clears throat> At least two or three nights a week. So I'm meeting people. And I find that I'm having trouble taking the next step sexually. Like, I have people that I could go home with. I know I could. If I said, let's go get it on, they'd be like, I'm down. And I don't know why... I'm not taking that next step. And I think, and I'm struggling with this because I think it has to do with this old thing that was beaten into my head when I was a teenager about numbers. You can't get your numbers too high. Like, oh my God, if you've slept with more than 20 people, the world is going to end. And, and the reason why I think this is a problem is because I'm, with someone I was with before and now I'm going to go out with someone else I was with before and I'm not going out and finding new relationships new sexual relationships because I'm not going to be monogamous ever again in my life so is my decision <laughs> um, no and it's it's funny because I've made this decision recently where well, yeah I can have a primary but I don't think I ever want to settle down with just one person anymore but at the same time i'm not making the steps to find a new person so, all right i don't know break it down for me josh uh, well i'm i'm having so your question is you're worried about your numbers or you're worried about the fact that you're not going to settle down help me help me with that no i'm more worried about the fact that i'm unwilling to pursue new relationships because i think it is 
something that was beaten into me about not having sex with too many people. If that makes any sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, okay, I yeah. I get you. It's it, we're we're indoctrinated yeah. to go. Okay, especially ladies, guys, not so much. Ladies, I I I know this from experience with the relationships I've been in. Oh God, I'm mansplaining. Anyways, you're not really okay. But, okay, but correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. When you're growing up as young women, yes, you're indoctrinated and told that if you have too many sexual partners, there's something wrong, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Very good. It, and it was at, with my age. Right. I don't know if it's so much about that now, but definitely when I was growing up, it was like, oh my God, you've had sex with five people. Right. And like, you're so gross. Even though the fucking guy I just banged has had sex with twenty different women, exactly, exactly, you know? and that and that's where that that's where that that fucking double standard comes in, and it's bullshit. Yeah. I'm gonna speak. And, and, of, go ahead. And I don't even think it is a problem nowadays. I think it's much more accepted to have multiple sexual partners as long as they're safe and you're taking the right precautions. Right. Yes. But how do I get over it? Oh, as far as that indoctrination Ooh. of how do going you, out and doing the things, and I'm reading books. How do you shut that voice off, right in the how back do of your I head? Shut that voice off, mm. so I go and bang that fucking hot ass guy that I've been flirting with for six months. Oh, god damn it! It's right there with me being an atheist, right? And yeah. yet, and yet, I will still look to the heavens sometimes and go, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yes. That's that's the level of indoctrination where we're at. Yep. You and I. Yeah. So it takes a concerted effort. You have to push yourself until it yeah. becomes natural. And and as time has gone on, it's become more natural for me to say, you know what? The universe is the is is there and it is what it is. I fuck myself, not God. Okay, and and because that doesn't exist, it's right up there with Santa Claus. But it's the same thing with that indoctrination as far as your sex life is concerned. That has to be determined by what you think. Mm -hmm. Do you think is am I too far? Am I doing too much? And there's the shit part is that that is determined on how we were raised. Yeah. So, So you need to throw the numbers out the window. You need to go, you know what? I'm going to bang and I'm going to bang and I'm going to bang until I find what I want. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Cause for me yeah. as a, as a man and as a, I was in my life and everything else, I loved and or love a woman that has that same sexual freedom that I did when I was in my twenties. I want you to be able to go out there and go, you know what? I don't need to fucking settle down. I don't need to keep my numbers low. I'm going to go out and do whatever the fuck I want. However the fuck I want. I'll suffer the consequences because I have to, because I'm an adult, but I'm going to, to test drive as many cars as fucking possible until I find one. I like, or fuck it. I'm just going to lease for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm gonna get to hundred. I'm, I'm I'm gonna get to sixty thousand miles and go. All right, new model. That's fine. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and 
I, and I think part of it is I have someone that I'm seeing, so I've got it on the regular now, but it's not everything I want. Uh, oh, shit. Another, another therapy time. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll come back to it, but no, that that's the thing. There is no perfect person out there. And that's the one thing that I've learned is yeah. that we, we, we have this, this fantasy in our heads as far as the person that we're going to settle down with is going to meet X, Y, Z. That person doesn't exist or if it does we or if they do we don't have the fucking patience to wait for them because we don't because we only have one life to live and i and i understand that and i hear it in my head and actually i kind of feel it the it's i know that there's not a perfect person i have someone that i'm actually enjoying my time with but i also think there could be someone else and I want to explore that, but I'm not pushing myself over the edge. And I think if I wasn't with this other person every once in a while, I'd be more open to something else. I don't know. It's weird. No, I need to be more Indiana Jones. I need to go raid some other tombs. Yeah, goddamn right you do. Goddamn right. I do. I know. And feel no shame because of it. Don't don't be ashamed of that. Well, and also my last one night stand came back to haunt me Uh-oh. about a month ago. Herpes? Or no. no oh god oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Like <clears throat> about a year ago I did this one night stand and he was not good and it was not what I wanted like, and it was not good. But when I when I met him, he wasn't coming into my bar. And now he comes into my bar all the time and he got drunk and then he was talking about me in the bar, which was bad shit. But at the same time, the fact that he was being indiscreet kind of made me go, ooh. Rut row. Rut row, you Rut know. Row. And it wasn't bad because he, you could tell he was pissed off because I wouldn't go home with him again. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, damn, you don't need to be putting that shit out there. You know what? I don't want everybody in the bar knowing that I fucked you. <laughs> well, look, y'all, if you just bang one corner of it, you're not doing your job. So you, you, you gotta, you gotta hit all corners. And, uh, yeah, if you, you go to the bar and whine and complain about it, you just look like an asshole. Yeah. And I think he was just pissed off cause I wouldn't go home. Of course he was. Of course he was because he's, he thought, yeah, I did this really well. <laughs> I knocked the no. bo- I knocked the bottom out of that ass. Why wouldn't she want to come back? Nope. We're dumb. Okay. Keep that yeah, in mind. Keep that in mind. We're <sighs> dumb. We're incredibly dumb. So no, it, it's fine for you to test drive as many goddamn cars as you want. And if you mm-hmm. decide, you know what, I'm just gonna lease. Okay, that's fine. Don't don't buy it so you can own it. Lease it. Can I lease multiple cars at the same time though? Yes. I totally want to lease multiple cars at the same yes. time. I want a fleet. I want a fleet. I want one that's named Monday, one Tuesday, one Wednesday. Hey. Well, wait, no, let's let's backtrack. I probably want a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh yes, you can open that business. That's fine. 
That's fine. <laughs> you you are open for business, and you are a business, so that's okay. that's that's perfectly fine. Wait, no, never leave money on the table <laughs> or the bedside table. Is what I meant. Why? Because if you're good at something, you should get paid for it, right? I wish yeah. I would. I wish I would have gotten paid more. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Here's 50. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I would have loved the fuck out of that. I could have made some money. Maybe I could have had a different career at that point. Jesus Christ. Woohoo! Holy fuck. All right. Thing? Thing. Oh, Lord. I'm going to let you go first because mine gets dark. Okay, so let's talk about what I think is a new kind of key party thing. It's called pheromone parties. Have you ever heard of this? And there's some sniffing. And there's some sniffing. So what it is is where you wear like underwear or a t-shirt for a couple days in a row. You put it in a plastic bag and seal it. And everybody brings their stuff to a party throws it in a pile and you sniff until you find someone who smells good to you. And then that's the person you go and fuck that night. Oh my. Yeah. So I guess it's a thing. There's actually, there used to be a website for it, but I can actually totally see how this would be a thing because like I was driving home from my friend's house last night. And as I was driving home, I could smell him on me. And it smelled good. And I was like, hmm, I should turn around. <laughs> and it's like pheromones are a thing. And I think that kind of sounds sexy, but at the same time, kind of like a key party. I don't know. What do you think? It does. It does. No, this hits on something that I don't want to use the word trigger, but this is mm -hmm. something that, that does hit me very hard. When you first get together with somebody, their scent is amazing to you. It doesn't yeah. matter how they bathe. It doesn't matter what perfume they wear. If they wear perfume, their morning breath smells nice, right? Right. But as time goes on, that goes away. Well, I think you get used to it. No, it's the chemicals that flood your brain when you're first with somebody. It's all that cort uh. cortisol that gets dumped into your fucking brain. Because it's a new experience. But yes, scent is very, very important as far as I'm concerned. Um, you have to have fresh breath. You have to bathe. You have to have good hygiene. That That's that's a very important thing. So going to that type of party, holy fuck, is that an amazing idea? 100%. I mean, it's a really good idea. But you're, you're, I disagree with a little bit of what you're saying. Because this guy and I have been fucking for like three months now. Um, kind of caught me by surprise. And it's not like it was new for me. But for some reason, the scent of him that I had afterwards gave me that kind of buzz. And I was like, oh, that smells really good. Maybe it's a scent trigger as far as most of the time when I'm smelling him. It's because things are going on that are really good. Um... But it was, it's actually a very interesting concept. I don't know if I'd ever be open enough to actually just fuck someone based on their scent. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. 
Santa is very important. You want to know what my kryptonite was back in the day? Uh, cucumber, melon, body spray. Nope. Nope. <laughs> La- okay, lavender. Lavender? Lavender. Got shit me that puts you to sleep? Every lavender? Every fucking time. If I could smell lavender, done. Oh, my God. It's the greatest scent in the world. Really? Uh, I know, right? Cray, cray. Uh, but, well, the f- funny thing is, is I run around smelling like a cookie most of the time because I like vanilla sugary scents, like vanilla musky kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So that's interesting. So, the lavender does it for you. So that's an interesting, interesting question as far as like colognes are concerned. Yeah. What what types of colognes hit you? Dracard Noir. Oh, wow. I know. It's no fucking shit. from no the teenage shit. years. No shit. And dude, I'm fucking right now. Where's the fuck out of it? So it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get some aqua velva up in that some bitch. Oh, no, no, no. It's Drakkar. <laughs> See, I, I don't wear cologne. I, I don't mm. because I, I... I generally don't. If I do wear something, it's usually Wing Princess, but which is kind of musky and uh, floral at the same time i'm sorry what now you were what like the scent that i choose is the vera wing princess oh, to sometime. oh okay i i don't know what the vera wing princess is because it's been a while but yeah. uh yeah no back in the day it was the the uh, hugo boss oh really that was the one i always wore hugo boss yeah but I went okay. light. I tried to go as light. It was like one of those where you, you spray it in the corner of the room and maybe you make a run through it. Through it, yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't ever spraying it directly on myself because Jesus Christ, I don't want them to die from it. Hey, Febreze does really well too, to be honest with you. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with Febreze back in the day. That's, a, yeah. that's all you had to do. But no, I think scent is very important. I think it, it, it pheromones really tap in to a, a foundation of arousal. Yeah. I think it that, absolutely does. So that's what makes these parties interesting. Uh, totally. No, I, I, I get that. I almost like that better than a key party. I, I, I do too. Yeah. Hey, let's get our friends together. Go have a key part or a pheromone party, <laughs> a sniffer party, a sniffer party, a little sniffer sniff party. Each other's sense. Right. Figure out where to go. God, right? No shit. (laughs) Uh, Well, mine is, uh, my thing is much, much, much darker. Oh, okay. Uh, Strap in. I'm strapped in. All right, you're strapped in. With a dildo. Dildo wise. All right, as long as you got it in, you're good. Yeah. All right, very good. So I came across an article earlier this week that had to do with a man i'm not going to call him gentleman but a man who was convicted of fetal homicide because he put plan b in his girlfriend's drink and here's the thing i went down the rabbit hole and there were more and more cases of this happening a lot of people are putting Medic, a lot of not people, guys are putting medications that cause miscarriages into their girlfriends and or wives drinks in order for them to, of course, not have children. This is happening way too much. Way too much. Now, look, don't get me wrong. 
when Plan B was introduced, and this was well after me, my dating years and everything else, you know, jokes would be made. Like, <laughs> if I'd have had that back in the day, I would have ground that shit up and put her put it in her pancakes. You did have it back in the day. It was taking four, five pills to get at the same time. Oh, the birth control. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you overloaded on your birth control, which, yeah, that, yeah. that was a thing back then. But now now no i can ground up one or two fucking pills throw it in your fucking orange juice in the morning and i can hit you with that and this is happening a lot i saw a lot of articles about this we don't get political on this show we we typically don't we skirt around it and everything else we all know there's a liberal bent here we all I, I'm well aware that I'm probably going to lose half my listeners here, but there's a lot going on right now that uh, I need to comment on. Okay. This is bullshit that these guys are doing this. They're, they're forgetting some things here. Okay. When it comes to men, our ability to affect and or have choice centers around before the fucking happens. All right. We have a choice before the fucking happens. All right. You can wrap that shit up. It's like having a steak with a tongue with a fucking balloon around your tongue, but that's your thing. That's fine. You can pull out. Hey, yeah, the percentages aren't great on that. All right. But it's better than nothing. Anyways, there's abstinence, which that's how serial killers are created. So enjoy your abstinence. <laughs> You know, whatever. You collaborate with your sexual partner where you go, hey. Oh, the right answer. Yes, where you go, hey, are you taking your birth control? How can I help you? Can I remind you of that? What can we do here? Do you want an IUD? Are you taking your birth control regularly? Again, I'm not telling you. It's a collaboration, which is how it's supposed to work. Hey, when you get older, here, there's a, here's this great thing. It's called a vasectomy. Go ahead and go forth and kill. All right? That's fine. Once a woman is pregnant, sorry, boys, I hate to tell you this, you're out the game at that point. You are because it's up to her. It's up to her what she wants to do. And you need to accept that. And if you're a decent fucking human being, a decent male, here's what you can do once she's pregnant. You can give advice. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You can give your fucking opinion. That's great. Here's what you should be doing giving support, supporting whatever that per, whatever that woman wants to do. That's fine. Because let me tell you, boys, you can't unring that bell. You can't do it. Once it's done, it's done. And trust me, I've been there, dude. I have so been there when I was in my twenties and I was dating. I had so many fucking pregnancy scares. It was ridiculous. All right. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I had a lot, honey. I had a lot. <sighs> Because I understand the fear. Look, I understand the mindset that these assholes got into was that complete 100% abject fear. Because at that point, when that pregnancy happens, you as a man, you don't have control anymore. You do not. Or and you should not be dosing women with potentially life-damaging drugs. I agree. And these assholes forgot about that and or weren't raised in a way to where they thought that way. And here's the fucked up part, kids. 
with what's going on right now. We got all these states that are passing these laws that are making things more restrictive for women to do what they choose to do. And holy shit, folks, Roe v. Wade on the ropes right now. And the knockout punch is coming. Hate to tell you, it's coming. And here we are next year. 50 years since Roe v. Wade, 50 fucking years, and we're still having this goddamn debate. There are so many other fucking things we could be worrying about, but we're still trying to regulate what a woman does with her body, and it's bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. Nobody should be telling a woman what she can or can't do with her body, especially men, especially men. Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. You do not know what they go through. Because let me tell you guys, when a woman gets pregnant, when you knock a woman up, you think you're going through hell? Trust me, <laughs> they're going through hell just as well. And a hell worse than you could ever imagine. No one's regulating me as a man. No, we can't even tell you to wear a mask. Nope. We can't do that. Nobody's telling me what to do with my seminal vesicles or my vas deferens, right? Yep. Why, why can't we extend the same courtesy to women? We can't. You're right. You can't do that. That's, that's not okay. And look, man, you want to be pro-life? Fine. I don't give a fuck. That's, that's okay. That's okay. If you want to be pro-life, that's fine. Let me explain where that ends and that begins. It's with your own body. That's it. That's the fucking end of it. That's what you get to do. That means if you get, and I'll clarify further. If that means you get pregnant, you have a baby. Congratulations. Mazel fucking tough. Okay. Maybe we'll hit that 8 billion population with the world because of that extra baby you decide to have. That's fine. Whatever. I will acknowledge that and acknowledge your decision. I'm not going to respect it though, because I don't agree with it. But here's the thing. You have a choice in that, right? Let me, let me put focus on that word choice. You have a choice to be pro-life, to have that baby. That's fine. But you want to deny that to other people. And let me say something. As a pro-life person, which I fucking am, 100%. pro-life or pro-choice? Sorry. Oh, Jesus, God. Back up. Pro-choice. Fuck. I'm I'm (laughs) going to edit that shit out. As a pro-choice person, fuck alcohol, I am not going to do the things that some pro-lifers do. Some. I'm going to focus on some, not all. Okay? So don't fucking lose your mind. I'm not going to blow up your fucking house because you're pro-life. I am not going to physically harm you because you're pro-life. I am not going to call you horrifying names as you're going into the doctor's office because I am pro-choice. I'm not doing that. So, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing? I, I, it's, it's absolute nonsense. Is it utter fucking nonsense? It's yeah. your body. Do what you want to do with it. No one's telling me. Well, I mean, they're suggesting that I shouldn't drink myself to death or smoke myself to death. They're telling me I shouldn't do it, but they're not forcing me to not do it. 
And why, right. and, and why can't we give that respect to women? Right? I don't know. I'll shut the know. fuck up now. So going back to your original topic, I do want to say one thing. If you can have an honest conversation with the person you're having sex with about what you would do in a situation where you, where the person gets accidentally pregnant, you shouldn't be fucking them. Agreed. Agreed. You shouldn't be fucking them. If you can't have an honest conversation about it, if you can't say, hey, if you get pregnant, what are we going to do? Don't fuck them. And you can Don't do and you can do that with one night stands. It is possible. It is possible, but you should be able to have that conversation. Hey, if you get pregnant, what would be the consequences? Right. And you know what? To tell you the truth, at one point I was like, if I had a one night stand and ended up pregnant, I would raise the kid by myself. Not even going after child support. And I was completely completely honest about it i was completely honest about it because i wanted kids because that was my choice exactly choice should be my choice i had an absolutely problem-free pregnancy would i wish that on someone who did not want a pregnancy no because it absolutely affects every part of your body what a woman goes through as while she's pregnant is miraculous and amazing and also body transforming the, the changes a woman's body goes through even in a problem free pregnancy her joints loosen up I, the stuff that is done to your body through your hormones and chemicals is crazy no woman should not have a choice about whether she carries a pregnancy to term. Not to, I mean, never, even with a problem-free pregnancy. And the thing is, with Roe Ro v-, v versus Wade, it also covers situations where the outcomes of the pregnancy would not be good. And I'm so scared for all the women who ever have a problem. Right, because because what are we going to go back to? The the, the olden days, the olden people days. with fucking crochet hooks in, in in alleys and everything else, and and these are times before you and I were even fucking born. I love the fact that everybody's calling out the fact that if this decision actually happens, which it probably will, women today will have less choice. Than the mothers and their grandmothers did. And that is tragic. It's absurd. It is tragic. It is absolutely absurd. And you know, I, I hate the fact that I have to put the preface on this as this is a political issue. This is not it a political issue. No, it shouldn't be, though. That's what the bullshit is. This should not be a political issue. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. There should there should be no politics involved in this. And, <laughs> and it's and it is absolutely not a religious issue. Either. Oh, fuck. It is not a religious issue. There is no reason that based on what your religion says, what your religion says affects what I do with my own body. Amen, sister. <laughs> Pun intended. Look, again, <laughs> again as, as I said, you want to be 
a person that doesn't believe in abortion. Okay, that's great. That applies to you. That's it. And you alone. That's all you get. You Not even your partners. You alone. You alone. You don't get to fucking tell other people how they should feel. I'm not going to sit here and tell other people how they should feel. I am telling you from my heart where I feel with this because it's my goddamn show and I can say whatever the fuck I want on it. That's this is how I feel. And if you want if if somebody wants to debate me, fine. You want to have a conversation about it? Fine. I don't care. Because I full well know I'm not going to convince you otherwise. And please understand, you're not going to convince me to go the other way. Right. But I am not, again, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to threaten you with physical violence. I'm not going to persecute someone who decides to be pro-life. That is your choice. So give me the same fucking respect as I would you. And... That's what's heartbreaking about it. A lot of a lot of the pro-life protesters or activists stand outside clinics that may or may not give abortions and protest and do horrible things to women who are probably going in for a mammogram or they're going in for the regular treatment for birth control or stuff like that and i i just don't understand where all the hate comes from i really don't i i I don't and i don't understand where you don't have to be made to wear a mask but you can tell me what i can do uh, with my body (laughs) right right how much of a fucking hypocrite are you are are you are jesus how much of a hypocrite are you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, nobody's going to tell me how to, did I have to wear a fucking mask? But no, you should never be allowed to have an abortion. Go fuck yourself. 110%. Or even get a life-saving vaccine. Yeah, right? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You have, you, you have no voice in this at this point. And actually, you should never have a voice in this. Again, it's about what you choose for you. And that's yeah. the crux of all of this. That's it. That's all that's all we're at. That's all, that's all we're asking. That's all I'm asking as a man who doesn't have to deal with these things. That's all I'm yeah. asking for the ladies is that let them dictate what they want to do with their own bodies. Cuz yeah. I I have no right to tell them what they should do. I'm yeah. not a woman. I don't have to be get pregnant. I don't have to deal with these situations. And all I have to say is if you believe a woman has the right to choose what to do with, if anybody has the right to choose to do with their own body, I recommend you contact your local congressperson and say that you want a law that makes abortion illegal. Please do that because that is the only way we're going to get out of this. You mean illegal, I hope. No, makes abortion legal okay i'm i'm confused okay good yes that allows a woman to choose what she can do yes that's it because it's going to be struck down in the supreme court but our congress and our senators can pass a bill 
that makes it legal. It's going to be up to the states. When it, when the, when the when Supreme Court knocks it down, it's going to be up to the states. Up to the states, unless we get a federal law through the House and the Senate that legalizes it. Right. That's where voting comes in, right, kids? Yes. And Ooh. contacting your Congress people. I know we're I know we're in a non presidential election year, but uh, you know it's still important, even when you're. In... This is why I cried in 2016. <laughs> no shit. Because right. I knew this was fucking. Oh, happen. absolutely. This is all. Ca- the The chickens are coming home to roost at this point. This is why I was so upset. Yeah. Nope, I get it. So I'm sorry for the listeners. I've lost on this, but uh, this this is some. Th- I'm sorry. I can't. I can't keep quiet on this. This is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Th- I I've had to see some things as, as a result of this that I I I, I don't want to see. I absolutely do not want to see. And as a male, I does my opinion matter? Not really. No. Because it's not no. my body. No. But I support uh, I support women. I support you. I am 100% behind you and being able to make the choice as to what you want to do. And I understand that. And I understood then, back in the day, that if I got a woman pregnant, that was up to her. I was not yeah. in control of that. And guys yeah. need to figure that the fuck out. And the- don't dust your girl with... Plan yeah, exactly. Don't they'll throw some plan B in the fucking Kool-Aid, okay? Hey, the morally flexible podcast decided to get dark on this is a thing. Sorry. Now should we just have like some sex talk or something funny to end? So <laughs> there is three holes that I'm aware of. Is there a fourth? She's counting. She's like Doing the well, math. are we talking just in the groin region? No, or are no, we talking no, elsewhere? no, all, all over the body. I mean, we can stick our dicks in three different holes that I'm aware of. Is there that we've, the, it's been talked about. It's been a myth for years that there is a fourth hole. You're talking about the urethra, which we covered like oh, Jesus God. 30 episodes no, ago. No, that's the mythical fourth hole. That's the mythical fourth hole. All right. The mouth, your ass. Your vagina and the mythical fourth hole, which, oh, my God, please do not do this to yourself, is your urethra. (laughs) Oh, my God. You you, you got it wrong. (laughs) It's not not your pussy. It's your sex. Okay. (laughs) It's the gash. It's the gash. (laughs) Oh, fuck my life. Woo. Well, this episode went off the rails. Oh, God. I think we're going to go from 130 whatever Twitter followers we have down to about 90, but uh, whatever. It's my show. Oh. I get to say what I want to say, and that's But the it. ones who stick around, we love you. Yeah, no, we love you. We support you. Keep fighting. Fight hard. Yes. Fight hard. Just don't burn any shit down. That's all I ask. <laughs> so guess what we're doing next episode? Oh my God! Is it Doctor Strange? Oh, it might be. We're gonna do a little multiverse of madness. Yay! God, I need this to fucking just get over with because I'm I'm I, I love YouTube and I love social media, and I, I I hate the fact that I have to hide from all of it 
now for the next like five days. I know. It must be hard. It's bullshit. It's yes. utter bullshit. But Well, now I have to go and see that movie too. Yes, you God do. Damn it. Yes, you do. Maybe God that's damn what it. I'll do for Mother's Day. You know, I don't know. You, you know, you know who else is going to be on the show next week? Who's going to go see it? Mike. Mike's going to see it, but guess who else? I, I don't know. Nicole. No. Talon. Nope. God damn it. And even specialer guests than that, it's going to be my Sam. my spawn is going to go fucking Sam. see this. My 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 the eldest is going to go see this, and she's going to be on the show next week. So Yay. I am jacked. Oh, uh, that'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, tune in next week. It's going to be a good show. We're going to absolutely destroy. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It better fucking be good because I'm going to be harsh, harsh Pips. on this movie. Absolutely. Harsh. Yes. So nonetheless, well, Angela, thank you. Always a pleasure. Yes. I, I love the fact that you're okay with me uh, being completely plastered because Jesus Christ, am I fucked up right now? I am fucked up right now, too. I, I called... Pro-choice, pro-life. So that's that's how <laughs> fucked up I am. And I appreciate you pointing that out because that was embarrassing. But yeah. uh, no, I, I appreciate you coming on. You're always a pleasure to have. And uh, you'll be back. I will be back. Yes. It's the Indiana Jones of fornication, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she always will be back. So on behalf of Angela and myself, I will bid you adieu. Say goodnight, Angie. Goodnight, Michael. to get doomed i'm tessa and i'm nicole and we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called doom generation listen in as two foul mouth biddies have an always casual often comedic what i think we're funny and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road available on spotify and apple Podcasts. follow 